about that action on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home for free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube, but for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise has free picks every day for every sport. Check out all their expert plays and betting news at PicksWise.com. That's PicksWise.com. Welcome, everyone, to About That Action on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Kyle Waddy Watnell, joined by my co-host and partner in picks, Mark Megatron Glass. Today is Monday, April 12th. Mark, what a show we have today. A rather unique event. Oh, man. An experience. An experience, if you will. Yeah. Every time we talk about something along these lines, I think we... Did we do one other? We did one other uh, like yeah. social media type fight. Right. Uh, the the mar- the people running the marketing on these things are great. It's yeah. two people that neither that I do not give a fuck about, but I cannot wait to watch. <laughs> yeah, if you went ahead and clicked on this episode already, you you're probably already familiar with it. We're going to be talking about Jake Paul taking on Ben Askren, the celebrity boxing match going on this coming Saturday. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and dive into some sports news. Mark, first of all, fresh on my mind, I uh, I was just hanging out last night, um, kind of finishing up the workday. Uh, well, it was Sunday, so I was kind of just finishing up some some tidying up work, you know, laundry, that sort of stuff. And uh, I, I decided to put on Sunday night baseball, Mark, something I hardly ever do is just put on a baseball game, you know, but it's a good like background sport to have on while I was doing some work. So I put it on and Mark... Did you see that play at home plate between the Phillies and the and the uh, Braves last night? I did. I woke up this morning and uh, that I, I have like a a sports news feed that I go through and that was all right. over it. Right. So I was literally actually watching that game on TV when that happened. And like, I mean, what are the odds of something significant happening when you just put on a random baseball game? Pretty slim to none. But I actually saw that play happen. You know, watch the replays during the game, like three or four. You know, they show they showed it over and over and over. Uh, and he looked out every single time. And then, of course, uh, they do the review, and then they confirm that he's safe, and the uh, the Phillies win the game 7-6. to six. Uh, The play happened, I think, the bottom of the eighth inning it was. Uh, how, do, how does that happen, Mark? How is that possible? Where we see the replay, everyone at home knows he doesn't touch home plate, and he's still safe. I couldn't tell you. I it's It's crazy. It brings up the conversation of replays in sports because – this all I don't know when did MLB start doing replays like two years ago? Yeah, not that the long. Third season not that yet? long ago. Yeah, so like obviously you you and I are soccer fans, as people know, as we we do the other show as well about mm-hmm. EPL, and I know in the soccer world there's a there's a huge controversy of referees missing calls because soccer is like a more free flowing game, right? Like it's not like baseball where it's like you pitch, you wait, you pitch, they hit it, and it's much easier to in, implement the replay system. Right. So I know. 
the way that the soccer language is, I'm not sure if this is how they do it in baseball, but basically they can over only overturn quote clear and obvious errors, right? And so they define that as like it's no question that that the referee or in baseball an umpire made a mistake. Mm-hmm. So because of that, they they lean on the call that was already made because they want to protect the referees in soccer. So what I imagine happened in this situation, I haven't looked into the rules at all. Yeah, you know how I feel about baseball, but uh, I think I think what probably happened is the umpires probably looked at the review and they said, okay, unless it's extremely obvious, which to what I'm seeing to everyone, it seemed like it was. Right. But if the umpires have any kind of justification for why that was not why obvious. that call can stand, they right. take it. They only need the smallest shred of an argument uh-huh. for it no longer to be obvious, clear and obvious. Oh man. That's yeah. if they apply the soccer the soccer language to it. And right. so it comes it, it brings into play the whole question like why do we even have it there if the rules aren't if we don't have the infrastructure in place to actually overturn the calls. You know what I mean? Yeah. This actually happened. There was a soccer call that happened uh, in the Champions League. I don't know if you saw that, but Dortmund was playing Manchester City. And there was an absolutely egregious call that happened where a striker on Dortmund, he stole the ball off of the goalkeeper, was facing the open net. Before he kicked it into the open goal, which he eventually did, the ref blew the whistle and called a foul. Mm. And so because he hadn't kicked – in soccer, if there's a goal-scoring play – you can that's reviewable. But since the foul was called before he scored the goal, they couldn't review the play and the replays clearly showed there was no foul. So oh, it stood, man. right? So yeah. there's all these protections in play. Right. So it's it's like you don't even get the real benefits of a replay. So for this one, and I'm going on an ultimate rant here out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> but for this for this instance from what I saw, it seems like it seems like they're only going they they don't have the proper infrastructure in play to actually overturn calls, even if the common eye like you and me thinks it's thinks it's clear and obvious. Yeah, definitely an interesting one. I mean, yeah, it looked like from the several angles that his foot kind of uh, goes airborne a little bit over the plate and then uh, hits the ground again, like right after passing home plate. Um, but if there's any angle that the that the umpire can look at and say, I'm not oh, sure. He, I think he touched it right there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he, that's all he needs. Yeah, all right. Because they always want to protect the call on the field for the integrity of the umpires. Right, exactly. The umpires are a union. They're a union. Yeah, they are. Know? They are. And so they want the protections. Yeah, if he um, if he'd have gotten if he was called out at home, uh, and it had gone to replay, no doubt, uh, they would have confirmed that he was out. Agreed. Right, exactly. It, it's like it's like in football. It's like in the NFL. It's like what what they call is going to stand right. most more often than not because right. they only need the smallest bit of evidence. Right. And. It's like it, it, I guess it's it's the lesser of two evils. It's like it's like would you rather the call be wrong and they don't even look at it and you don't know what the true result would have been, or is it like do you want every now and then you get that extra slap in the face <laughs> where a call seems to obviously be wrong, they look at it and they still miss it. Right, right. It's it's almost like ignorance is bliss in that way. Sometimes looking at it makes you feel even worse about it. Anyway, that was just uh, fresh on the mind. I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Matsuyama won the Masters yesterday. I don't know if you watched any of the Masters. Um, he kind of got a single swing. All right, not a single swing. Not a single club. swing. He got out ahead, and then uh, and then eventually kind of made it close in the end, but still uh, was relatively comfortable at the end there. The uh, San Diego boy uh, Xander Shoffley, uh kind of made a run, and uh, he was in second for a while, and he looked like the only guy that could pressure him, but kind of uh, choked a little bit at the end. But anyway, Matsuyama 
big win for uh, Japanese golf, uh, securing a green jacket. Um, what else? Oh, dude, Marvin Vittori. We got to talk about Marvin Vittori. Huge. Oh, the, about that action, uh, are probably our favorite UFC fighter. I mean, the one that Mark has uh, you know, fought himself and seen since, Marvin the Vittori. Better, the better Marvin Vittori does, the better I look. Yeah, that's right. Honestly, the better the I'm show does. I'm sitting at 0-1. I'm sitting at 0 and 1, my only loss to Marvin Vittori. <laughs> Check out episode one if you don't know what we're talking about. Episode one, that's right. Marvin Vittori. Um, yeah, Marvin Vittori gets a big win over Kevin Holland, who was filling in short notice for Darren Till in the UFC over the weekend. Uh, Marvin Vittori wins by decision, uh, uses his wrestling, uh, gets Holland down. Uh, just a durable, solid striker. Everything we wanted to see from him, he put on a great performance. Uh, Marvin Vittori might have a title shot, Mike or Mark. Uh, he might have a title shot and he might, he might even be champion. Uh, can you believe that? I mean, when we talked about him on the first episode, I mean, since then he's been on an, on an absolute rocket ship to the top. He hasn't lost since he faced Adesanya. Right. And a lot of people, a lot of people thought it, that fight was really close. Some people even scored it in favor of Vittori. It was a split decision. So he yeah, might get a second chance. You know how we feel about Dana White and his marketing and how he wants to promote certain fighters. He right. knew Israel Adesanya was the future star, so yeah. he gave him the win. That's a conspiracy <laughs> theory right there. Man, I uh, I hope that uh, he is the next to get a title shot. That would be a very fun, a very fun episode to uh, to revisit. Um, anyway, Marvin Vittori. That was the other news of the weekend. Um, no financial investing 101 this week, Mark. Uh, we did MLB futures. Last week, just an absolute thrilling barn burner of an episode. Talking long-term about, investing. Yeah, some long-term term investments uh, in the baseball was our show last week. Um, so in, in place of Financial Investing 101, let's do a little Savage or Weird. We haven't done this in a little while. Uh, let's take some moments, because this is the Jake Paul Ben Askren show, let's take some moments of the build-up to the fight uh, that's been taking place over the past few weeks um, and debate whether those moments were savage or weird. Mark, kick it off. Okay, my first savage or weird moment. Uh, it's the moment that most people have seen. It's become kind of like the uh, the poster image, you could say, okay. of the build-up to the fight, uh, besides Ben Askren getting knocked out in five seconds. <laughs> um, but So Jake Paul and Ben Askren, I want to say it was like two or three weeks ago, they had a a face-off like press conference media thing mm. uh, and they got up in each other's faces you can look up the clip on youtube it's really short so they get up in each other's faces jake paul's like talking some shit in his face you can't hear what he's saying because they're not mic'd up or anything ben Askren kind of turns and palms him in the face right. you know like just be like get out of here you yeah know? like kind of like a face shove <laughs> yeah a little bit of a face and shove. jake paul gets furious <laughs> you see the light the, the fire just light in his eyes <laughs> but then he he slaps ben Askren in the ass <laughs> And so Ben Askren like palms him in the face, turns to like walk away and leave. And Jake Jake Paul is like, like, hey, where where the fuck are you going? But then he slaps him in the ass. It was weird uh, to me. It was it was it was definitely was that weird. Savage? Because uh, when Israel Adesanya beat Paulo Costa and humped him right. from behind, right? We called that. Did we? We said I think we ruled that that was savage. I think you ruled it savage. <laughs> so. By default, for consistency of logic, I feel like <laughs> I, I want to say that Jake Paul ass slap is savage. Yeah, it, it was definitely unique. At the unique. same time, it's weird. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> unique. Um, 
I think it was a little weird because you could tell he wanted to like punch him, but there was that part in his brain that's like, you know, this this fight's worth a lot of money and I can't jeopardize it, you know, and this is the press conference. So he kind of did like, yes, it was a slap, but it was also kind of like a, it was like almost a punch. I don't know. It was, it was kind of a weird in between. It was a hard slap, if you will. It was like a, it made a good thud or whatever. You could tell he was very, very mad. Um, but I'll go ahead and jump on board with you for the, for the sake of consistency, uh, we can rule that as a as a savage move uh, by Jake Paul. Um, another one, another one that's uh, that happened recently uh, was that video of of Jake Paul and like, <laughs> I guess you could say his his posse or his his crew or whatever you want to call him. Uh, Jake Paul and his group kind of walk up to to Ben Askren, who's just sitting at a table, kind of chilling. I don't know if it was before the press conference or, or shortly after, uh, but they they come up and and kind of do like a weird intimidation getting in his face kind of thing uh and they chant some things at him did you see that yeah it's like they, they clearly planned that out in training camp like they're like hey we're gonna find him and this is the dance we're that's gonna so do. Go- that's <laughs> so goofy what was the chant again it was it was it was pretty bad uh it was i don't even remember yeah that's how bad it's it was like jake paul like walked up to askren who like you said he's like sitting at a table like yeah he's i think he was out. like filming some of his own content he's been yeah. putting like his own like like uh he's been documenting the whole thing right and so Jake like walks up, like smacks all the stuff off yeah, the table yeah. and he's got like a group of like six or seven guys and like a film crew. He like turns around to them and they start like, it's almost like when you played like little league sports and it was like, repeat after me. And yeah, like, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like it. one of those things. That was it. I think we can, can we both agree that was uh, far from savage? Right? No, that, that was the opposite of savage. <laughs> that, that was definitely weird. <laughs> I'm going to, I want to say the ass slap is 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 weird, even though I should, even though I thought the other incident was savage. So I think we're saying double weird at this yeah, point. Yeah, I, I think agree. this whole this whole thing is weird, right? Yeah, definitely the whole thing is weird. I think also I'll dive into it a little bit farther along here when we get into the picks. But I think I think Mark that this this fight started as like a fun kind of thing, and I think it's picked up way more publicity than either guy expected. And I think they're both a little like uncomfortable with it. Like they both, like it's gotten way bigger than we expected. Now it's now it's definitely weird um, how big this fight has gotten. But anyway, what is the next savage or weird moment? Well, on that note, mm. I think the next savage or weird question we have to ask is because I think Ben Askren he seems extremely calm going into this fight. He's he has nothing to lose. Like right, he, he was nothing. He was nobody at the essentially like after the Masvidal knockout. And he retired, and like Dana White hates him, yeah. so it's like, and no one cared about Ben Askren, and then all of a sudden Jake Paul starts calling him out. He takes this fight, and now suddenly people care. But I've been watching the interviews with Ben, and what he's saying, you know, he's probably putting on a front, like he obviously cares. Yeah. But what he's saying, he's like, hey, he he literally said he said he wanted to just get on. He just wanted to get back in shape. He said he was yeah, like, I needed a reason to get back in for. shape. Right. He's like, I wanted to do wrestling, but then this came around. It paid me a lot more money. He's like, so. If I win, that's great. If I lose, I'm just going to go back to doing my wrestling camp. But uh, it's a great excuse to get back in shape. And then you have Jake Paul on the other side saying, like, I'm I am going to be the biggest prize fighter in the world. Like, there's a huge <laughs> discrepancy. In, Quite in a gap. Effort, Quite a gap. You know? And yeah. then the, all these videos come out of Ben Askren doing his, his boxing training. And it looks lackluster, to say the least. <laughs> and he's out there, like, at these press conferences. He's wearing, like, T-shirt, yeah, sweatpants, flip-flops. and flip-flops. That's his like, thing. That's his thing. <laughs> and he, I really think Ben Askren doesn't care that much. He, he ha- obviously has the least amount to lose, you know? Right. Like, he's not in the public eye anymore, aside from this bout. Right. Um, 
So I, I, I propose to you the question, is it savage or weird that Ben Askren, in the biggest media event of his life, <laughs> he just doesn't, doesn't, see, he doesn't seem to care? <laughs> You're kind of right. He, he, I, I am a little worried that he's putting on that front because he's a little worried about how it's going to go. I think that might be part of it. You know what I mean? I think the narrative has changed slightly from Ben since the start. The start was, oh, I'm going to beat up this YouTuber. Yeah, like it'll be easy. And then since then, in some of the interviews, he's been like, you know, we don't really know if Jake's good or not. Like, he could be. If he is, he might beat me, uh, but we just don't know. And, like, the fact that yeah, he'd he even say that. He literally said in an interview, he said, if Jake, he said, we don't know if Jake Paul's good because the people he fought were trash, but if right. he does turn out to actually be good, then I'll probably lose. Right. That's literally right. what he said. Right. So the fact that he said that, I mean, yeah, it is a little bit savage that he doesn't care. Like, he's just... It is kind of savage to be like, ah, you know, whatever. This is an easy payday for me, and I'm, I'm going to do it for fun. Like, I have no real stake in this. Um, that's a bit savage, but it also definitely has to be weird for someone who made their life uh, in the fight game and find and gets the biggest payday of his career. He said that uh, it's the big going to be the biggest payday of his career and the biggest, like you said, uh, media moment, the biggest highlight, the biggest press event of his career, uh, and he doesn't care about it. So I think it's it's definitely a, a little bit of both. Uh, a good um, a mixed cocktail of the two both savage it is a and nice, weird it is a nice break from the normal fighting De- definitely uh, narratives attitude like yeah. can you imagine if jake paul went was fighting against like i don't know let's take we can take like kevin holland from this past week or something yeah. right and if he if he went into like a, a the lobby of where kevin holland was hanging out and he did that choreographed dance right kevin holland would jump the table and start beating his ass right then and there. whereas <laughs> Ben Askren's just kind of like, eh. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, all good. Whatever. He's like, I, he's like, yeah. I mean, I just want to get back in shape. It's right. kind of funny because like, he's he's really like the only fighter I can think of that that fits like, this. That is, fits he's this so type of non-confrontational. Event. Exactly. Exactly. He's such a nice guy. Honestly, he's just such a. He's like a yeah. He's non non-confrontational. Just kind of like easygoing with everything and and doesn't mind when people try to intimidate him like that. Um, also. Speaking of uh, Dana White, uh, Dana White went on uh, that like uh, hot boxing podcast with Mike Tyson, which I've tried to listen to a few times, Mark, but I'm sorry, Mike, but it's just hard. It has, it, <laughs> not, it quite has, the, not quite it what has we need. It has so much potential, but then you remember <laughs> that like Mike Tyson like can't speak and his, his, he already took so many blows to the head. Now yeah. that he combines that with an ungodly amount of mushrooms, it's like he's <laughs> literally living in a different planet. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but, or, uh, Dana White was a guest on the show. They they were breaking down this fight, and uh, Dana White said he would bet one million dollars on his uh, former UFC fighter in Ben Askren. He'd bet one million. Uh, your thoughts on that? Is that savage or weird? I think. That's weird, to be honest. Mm. I think it's weird. I think he hated I think, Ben Askren too. Yeah, I think to put a million dollars on this, it, honestly, mm, I take it back. I think it's savage. I think I think he's showing like I'm so rich that like I'll throw a million dollars on this because I don't even care. And like you know, and I'll put like my name behind my company a little bit too, or my money behind my company. Like, oh, this guy fought in my in the UFC where we're, we have world class fighters. So yeah, I'll bet a million dollars on a guy who fought for us. You know, like Here, maybe that's here's where I'll savage. tell you why it's savage. Actually, is Dana? You know, Paulo Costa was scheduled to fight Robert Whitaker. That's right. On this exact same day, Paulo Costa dropped out. Right. He was he got the flu and wasn't able to train something weird like that. Mm. But so Kelvin Gastelum is fighting Robert Whitaker in a huge middleweight fight. Yeah. Just 
arguably decide who fights for the next title shot against Adesanya. Right. And Dana White scheduled that for the same night as this fight. <laughs> the same so he's time. Betting, he's betting a million dollars on something he's not even watching. <laughs> that's savage. That is savage. That's super savage. Yeah, that's true. He has a... Uh... He does. Uh, there is a big UFC fight night at the uh, at the same time, so we'll have to get both screens up and going. Uh, you know, we'll have a simulcast sort of thing going on. Two two big fights to watch. Um, yeah, those are some good savage and weird uh, moments. Let's go ahead and dive into the picks. The best ways to make money on this absolute jester of an event. Uh, it's going to be Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. We'll be back with picks after a quick word from our sponsors. This show is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and you'll receive a special offer of up to $500 and a risk-free sports bet. Terms and conditions apply and get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by BetterThan.Vegas. It's like YouTube, but for what hashtag DGens only care about most, and that's sports betting. We're giving you free daily video picks over at our Better Than Vegas profile page. Better Than Vegas is always running a ton of free contests as well. They've got a ton of free picks and handicappers to check out too, so make sure to subscribe to our profile so you don't miss a single pick at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Lastly, we're brought to you by PicksWise.com. Helmed by a team of trend-watching, data-devouring, sports fanatics, wise guys, giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction on every game, every day, and every sport, all for free. NBA, MLB, and the NHL, whatever the sport, they have you covered with free analysis and, more importantly, free picks. Plus, they have all the betting news you need and expert best bets. Head over to PicksWise.com. For all the free picks you need, that's PicksWise.com. And just like that, we're back. Time to make some picks on this very, very interesting matchup between former MMA world champion, former Olympian uh, Olympian in wrestling, uh, Ben Askren. He takes on uh, social media star, uh, YouTube star, uh, Jake Paul. Uh, We're not going to break down any of the undercard fights because there's no point. Uh, This is the... This is the thing you're going to be tuning in for, Jake Paul, Ben Askren. Uh, all right, Mark, this is where we get down to business. This is where we make the money. Go ahead and uh, give us your initial thoughts on the matchup uh, and who you're going to take. So we're looking at Jake Paul as a minus 130 favorite. Right. Ben Askren is even. Interesting line. Look, I agree with the line. I think Jake Paul is the favorite here. Okay. Here's my problem, right, is that there's the logic doesn't quite make sense to me because we've had Jake Paul this whole time saying because he he fought Nate Robinson the former basketball player right and then he fought some other YouTube guy who I think that might have been like his first week walking as a human being (laughs) and so everyone was saying like those aren't real fighters like that was absolutely ridiculous no one cares so Jake Paul comes out and says okay I'm gonna fight a real fighter so that you guys respect me and you can't talk shit about me uh like not fighting real fighters Mm -hmm. so he picks ben askren right who is known like you said his background is in wrestling he's one of the best american wrestlers like to ever wrestle in his prime you know he's a national champion he's an olympian as well he was daniel cormier's olympic teammate funny enough um 
and he's absolutely not known for his striking. Throughout his UFC career, his striking was just there to distract and, yeah. and create diversions to go into the wrestling, right? right? The whole reason he got knocked out in five seconds against Masvidal is because he immediately shot down to get a takedown and yes. got kneed in the face at the perfect moment, yep. right? But so then, so then what I was going to say is that we have Jake Paul in the press conferences saying like, oh, well, re- like MMA and boxing is totally different. Like boxing is uh, and boxing is going to prevail. And so I'm just confused here because you want us to respect you as a fighter. But now you're saying that MMA and boxing are completely different, which they are. I agree with Jake Paul when he says that. Mm-hmm. But if you want to be respected by a boxer, why don't you fight a boxer? <laughs> right. I've asked this question before. Yeah, you have. It doesn't make. It doesn't make any sense to me, right? And in theory, picking an MMA guy makes sense because MMA people do strike. But you're taking Ben Askren, who has he ever landed a punch in the UFC? <laughs> I don't even know if he did. Like to be completely honest, like you know, it's like Ben Askren is obviously an elite competitor, a great fighter, but his the ground game is 99% of what he does. Right. Literally 99% of right. it. So it's like. It's like if if I wanted to play uh, play soccer against you, right? We're both soccer players. Yep. And you told me that I could only use my left foot. I could only use my left leg, and yeah. I'm right-footed. Right. Like, yeah, I could do it, but I'm going to be significantly worse because yes. I can't use my, my dominant skill set. Right. So to me, even if Jake Paul wins, which I think he will, I'm going to take Jake Paul here, mm-hmm. I, I think I still I still don't put the the boxing respect on his name that he wants. I think... I think yeah. until he fights an actual boxer okay. and at least puts up a good performance. I'm not even saying he has to win. That's when I'll respect him. But for this, this is just this is just a spectacle. Yeah, this is a very smart uh, marketing play by the Jake Paul team in picking a fighter. But literally, I could not think of any other fighter that has been in the UFC, right? Or or even like Bellator, any of the, any of the top any of the top uh, promotions uh, for mixed martial arts, I couldn't handpick a better guy, a guy that I'd rather face in a boxing match. Uh, aside, out of you know, Ben Askren would be the pick, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah, he he literally has he he just doesn't he just doesn't have the strike. That's just not his thing. It's just and and if you watch him fight, you understand why. Even like. Even when he would get people to the, to the ground and kind of ground and pound him, even his ground and pound just like looked kind of slow. It's just where he's where his strength is is the strength in his legs and his arms in terms of controlling, uh, squeezing, uh, wrestling, using his weight distribution really well when he's on top of a guy. But the striking was just never something he needed, and he and he was able to dominate without it. So why would you ever even learn striking throughout your career if you are so good at one element of the game, which he was? So, yeah, this this selection of Ben Askren as the next opponent for Jake Paul, you're absolutely right. It, it's I don't really respect the choice either, but I totally I totally understand why they picked it, picked him, and, and it makes it makes sense. And I agree with you. I think Jake Paul is going to win this fight, as much as I hate to say it. Um, he is going to be have way faster hands. Um, he's going to have more technical boxing. Uh, he has, I guess, decent power if he's able to knock out. Nate, I mean, Nate Robinson didn't know what he was doing. But yeah, he, he must have decent power to actually sleep a guy. Uh, ben Askren has eaten some huge, huge punches from way bigger and scarier guys. So there's a question we'll dive into. Can uh, Assuming Jake Paul wins this fight... 
uh, like we both agree he will, does he secure a knockout or is Ben Askren have too strong of a chin uh, to be put away by a guy like Jake Paul? I think I could see the I could see Jake Paul winning by a stoppage. I don't think he knocks him out cold. Like a, like a TKO. Like he's just too exactly. fast. He's too fast and and he's just kind of picks picks yeah, Ben apart. I think, I think Ben Askren will will last like two or three rounds and then like maybe like round it's a six round fight. Mm-hmm. And I think like maybe uh, like in three or round three or four, I think Jake will kind of like wear have worn him down and a barrage of punches will come. And Ben will start to stumble, and then the referee will step in. Okay. So yeah. actually, ooh, maybe maybe I take Jake Paul to. I'm looking at the lines right here. Jake Paul to win in rounds three or four is plus four fifty. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I it's just so tough because I'm root. I'm rooting for Ben. Askren yeah, let's to win. be let's be clear about that really quick. <laughs> <laughs> let's be clear about that. And nowhere we, you know, this is one of those picks where uh, I I don't think I'll ever be happier to lose a bet than if uh, Ben Askren beats Jake Paul and I lose my money. Do you agree? I, I think I think I'll be all right with losing the bet uh, because I want Ben Askren to win, even though my money's on the other side. Yeah, one thousand percent. Or we could take Jake Paul by decision or technical decision at plus seven fifty. What do you think about that? Um, I think uh, it's definitely possible. I mean, Ben Askren, like I said, has eaten some absolute bombs. And he was never put away until until Masvidal landed the knee, which would have knocked anyone in the world out. So, yeah, that's not a bad look as well. Um, it's just one of those things where it's so hard to get sneaky here and get and take these like kind of sharp big plus money plays because the fight could just be so many different things. You know what I mean? Like it could be so many different things. I just have no idea. It could be a terrible fight as well. I, I should throw that out there as well. <laughs> it could be a terrible fight where Ben Askren's just thinking. Yo, like I'm a wrestler and I'm going to have way more like, uh, you know, dad strength, if you will, or upper body strength where he could just kind of like he could just tie up Jake Paul over and over. Couldn't you see that happening where he just kind of gets yep. in a clinch and they just tie up over and over for six rounds? Yeah, he'll and he'll totally be used to the speed of strikes coming at him yeah, from, definitely. from UFC guys. So like he'll I don't think he'll have a problem blocking the majority of Jake Paul's punches. And like you said, like Ben Askren. Like he's his 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 chin's made out of cinder block at this right. point. Like so I think he'll I think he'll be fine in that sense. Um so yeah, I could totally see him just like just essentially just like killing killing the clock off. And losing on points. And losing on the points. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I guess the the question is like, how is Ben's stamina gonna be? He is he is coming off of a hip replacement. He obviously is a little bit older, much mm-hmm. older than Jake. He doesn't train he hasn't been training as long or as hard right. for this as Jake Paul is. So that's kind of why I don't see this going the distance. I think I'm going to take Jake Paul by, oh, you can do Jake Paul by knockout or TKO. Yeah. At plus 110. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's I'm going to do that. Yeah. That's some value. I think that's probably the most likely scenario um, of all of them. That's probably why it's only plus 110. But, um, but honestly, it might be worth a sprinkle on the Jake Paul decision as well. I think I'm going to do just Jake Paul straight up, one unit, right? Uh, that's my official pick, Jake Paul to win. Uh, but I'll do a little bit of a sprinkle. I'll do a sprinkle on Jake Paul decision. You said plus 750? Yeah, you could get Jake Paul You could get Jake Paul on points for plus 750. Right, that's what I'll do. I'll do a little sprinkle on that as well, just because Ben Askren has 
such a strong chin and it's not that long of a fight i, I feel like maybe uh it's eight rounds we can, I, eight I rounds eight rounds i think that i think that's worth a sprinkle so i'll do a little sprinkle on that as well um something else i want to point out uh yes you're right jake has had more training time and he might look better in the later rounds cardio wise but mark i mean bright lights wise and uh and nerves wise i mean ben askren's been in these situations over and over and over and over where does the veteran Absolutely. where does the veteran experience come into play? Let's say uh, they go out there and he you know ties Jake up a bunch, uh, maybe even lands a couple of solid punches on Jake. What if things aren't going Jake's way in the first couple of rounds? How does Jake respond in that big moment? We have no idea, right? Yeah, and that's kind of been Ben Askren's biggest uh, talking point. Yeah, is that it, you know the mental side of the fight game is something that. Maybe Jake Paul has it. Maybe he doesn't. No one knows because right. both of his fights have been, I think, one rounders, right? Uh, Nate Robinson last. Nate Robinson second. was the second round, but yeah. early second round. But that wasn't right. even a fight. That was Nate Robinson just bull rushing him with his hands behind his back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like ridiculous. That's exactly what he was doing. <laughs> so funny to think about and watch back. But anyway, yeah, poor guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so. Mark, I, like would, so I would pick, I would pick you I would pick you to beat Ben Askren, Mark, in a boxing really? match. I don't know if I have it in me to throw punches though. Like <laughs> I'm not a fighter, you know? Throwing I, punches. I, I at, know, but, but but you know what I mean? Like that's I actually think I could pick you to beat Ben Askren in a box. I, I actually think I would do that. That's how that's how bad trying. I think his striking is. Yeah, I mean it's really just gonna come down to the defense. And yeah, so I think I think that's Ben Askren's best chance is just to frustrate Jake and try and get in his head. Jake Paul seems to me, I obviously don't know him, but I mean, he puts his whole life out on the internet. So I feel like I have a good sense of kind of who he is. And I feel like he's the kind of guy that definitely in general doesn't respond well when things don't go his way. Totally. Totally. He's the the worst. Yeah. He's in Ben Askren is enough of a, a skilled competitor. Mm. You know, he's, he's, he has enough craftsmanship. Mm. To know how to frustrate guys at a I high like, level. I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's so a good I think way he'll know it. in the ring how to throw Jake Paul off of his game plan and frustrate him. Right. And just hope that, okay, maybe now maybe he gets angry, he veers away from his game plan, right. and he can maybe take advantage of him there. But, I mean, that that's me being hopeful. I, I still <laughs> think I still think that Jake Paul wins. I, I, I think I might jump in on the Jake Paul, uh, Jake Paul on points at plus seven fifty with you mm. to go the whole length. But it's so hard because we don't know what Jake Paul's stamina is either. Like yeah. <laughs> we don't know if he what it looks like going into the eighth round. Very hard to to make picks and uh, do a show handicapping picks on a guy, one guy who's what like two and zero, oh, and and one guy who's never been in a pro boxing match. So definitely a tough uh, a tough fight to break down. But I just think with the narrative that Ben Askren's been putting out there recently, especially where he's kind of been like, you know, we don't know how good Jake Paul is. Maybe he is good. Just the fact that he said that and doesn't seem to care, like we've kind of broke down previously. And there's so much more on the line for Jake in terms of his brand, his fans, uh, future big money fights, all that stuff he's interested in doing. Uh, it, it feels like uh, the pressure's on him. As much as I would love to see Ben Askren just completely derail the train of Jake Paul in combat sports, I would love to see it. Uh, I think it makes the most sense if you're going to put money on one side. That's the side of Jake Paul. Yeah, can we, can we briefly just uh, theorize about if Ben Askren wins, like what happens to Jake Paul? Yeah, what does happen? Uh, does he fight again? I, he might. 
But like, like, where does he even go from there? Maybe he just like sticks to fighting like YouTubers and yeah. shit like that. He could fight again, but it will never be near the uh, you know the the bandwidth of this event, or you know what I mean. It'll never be near the hype level of this event. It'll never get nearly as much attention if he has a loss on that record to Jake or to uh, Ben Askren. So yeah, if if Ben Askren wins this fight, yeah, I think. I think that completely slows everything down for Jake Paul, which would be which would be interesting, wouldn't it? And, and just to see how he would respond, because as you've mentioned, he's literally that guy you meet like you knew you knew some Jake Pauls in, in college, right? We went to college together. You knew some Jake <laughs> Pauls, didn't you? Like, and, and it was just like you know exactly what type of guy that is, and you know how they respond to certain situations. And to see him lose would be very very entertaining uh, from an outsider's perspective to see how he would respond, right? Yeah, I can get behind that. I even <laughs> argue there there are people in college that I feel like I'm giving them too much credit to compare them to, <laughs> to a Jake Paul kind of guy. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Oh wow, what a fight! What an interesting fight. Um, any other narrative points you want to touch on here? I think we covered a. I mean, we covered a lot breaking down kind of both these guys and, and where their what their situation is like heading into this one. Um, can we just officially lock in? Our, so we're both taking Jake Paul on the money line, and your yeah. prop is going to be by, by decision. Taking Jake Paul, Jake Paul plus seven fifty by decision. And you're going to take him by. You should take him by the uh, the TKO. I think just for uh, for for fun. I mean, I wish we were picking. I wish I could pick Ben Askren, guys. I wish I could. I'm sorry TKO if we disappointed you. TKO is plus one ten. Yeah, it's 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 like it's kind of meh. You might as well just take take Jake on the money line at, at that point if you're gonna. You know, you're basically saying the fight's going to go the distance. Well, yeah, they, they, yeah, exactly. That's basically, but I mean, it could, I just, again, it's such a weird fight where it's like, this could just, this could go real bad, like in, in, in any direction, you know, it could, it could, anything could happen, which makes it really exciting. That's why we wanted to talk about it, but it's definitely a weird one to, uh, to pick. So, uh, yeah, lock it in official pick from both Mark and I, Jake Paul to secure the win and continue this uh, this clown ride that we're on uh, of Jake Paul climbing the ropes uh, in in pro boxing. <laughs> climbing the ropes in pro boxing without coming anywhere near fighting a real boxer. <laughs> Let's make sure there's an asterisk by next, yeah. to that, next to that statement. All right. Well, looking forward to tuning into the fight. It's going to be on Triller. Uh, so, yeah. How do you even watch that? Like, what, I don't even understand. Is that, a, that's, What's is that on the computer? <laughs> Uh, there's got to be an app for it. I don't know. We'll have to look into it. I will personally be illegally streaming. I this. knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I will say that right now. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people will be. Um, yeah, this will be interesting. We get Snoop Dogg commentating again. That'll be fun. He was great in the last one. I don't know if you, you remember that. He, he yeah, had some that great was lines. Great. Um, should be a good one. Ben Askren, Funky takes on Jake Paul this weekend. Jake Paul is the pick. Thanks for tuning into the show. Subscribe to the podcast review. You can follow me on Twitter at BetOnKyle. You can visit SportsGamblingPodcast.com for all of our good stuff on SGPN. All right, Mark, any last words from you before we close out the show? I can't say that any of them are. Uh, it's going to be a, a dilemma of a week. Let's, let's get the job done, Ben. I, I'll gladly let you take my money if it means that we never have to speak about this again. See you next week.